Coming up in this episode of Abundantly Charged, wonder as the exploration of curiosity. Stay tuned. Welcome to our second season of Abundantly Charged. We're your hosts, Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter, and Jill Lewis, CEO of Brilliance and Beyond. As we begin to think about life on the other side of a global pandemic, we realize that everything in life is forever changed. We are all in the midst of creating new routines in all aspects of our lives, from how we shop, to how we socialize, to how we travel, and spend our free time. We are contemplating new ways to think about how we integrate work and home, and even how we educate our children. We've learned our children cannot and should not be measured on high stakes tests alone. There are multiple ways to connect with our students and we need to move away from a one size fits all approach to teaching and learning. We need to engage our students in pedagogy and experiences that respect each student's human desire to learn, and that the cultivation of curiosity and wonder in our curriculum and in our instruction invites each of our students to experience profound relevance and connection to the people and the world around them. Join us as we explore how to cultivate wonder and curiosity in abundantly charged classrooms. Hello and welcome to Abundantly Charged. I'm Dr. Grant Chandler. And I'm Jill Lewis. And together, Grant and I are very excited to welcome you to the second season of this podcast. Last week in episode four, we explored curiosity. Curiosity allows us to focus on the thing that makes us wonder, the thing that interests us, the thing that makes us want more. Jill and I define curiosity as a strong desire to explore something that is interesting, challenging, and relevant to one's life. Last week, we talked a lot about the dimensions of curiosity, fun, problem-solving, embracing the mystery of the unknown, the desire to learn about people, and of course, there's that thrill that is associated with that desire to know. So when we break curiosity down, you know, there are multiple ways that we think about wanting to know. In today's episode, we're going to focus on wonder. Aristotle said, philosophy begins in wonder. Plato said, wonder is the first of all emotions and the most fundamental. Wonder is in the beginning of inquiry, and inquiry should permeate every aspect of our thinking. When we think of wonder as a verb, Grant and I define wonder as a way to think about, to study, to explore something that is interesting, challenging, and relevant to one's life. It is the action we take in pursuit of our curiosity. And pursuit of our curiosity is really a key way of thinking about wonder. Once again, it is the beginning of exploring what we find curious, which is our desire to know, and what we want to know and learn, which is wonder, the investigation. When we think back to curiosity, there is a direct correlation to wonder right here. 
I am curious, therefore I wonder. When I do wonder, I am owning what I want to learn. I am owning my own curiosities. These are deeply personal topics of interest because they come from within. It isn't the external bombardment of being told what and how to think, but a genuine wonder about the world and people and science and how the world works. In turn, this way of thinking, this way of wonder creates motivation. It creates action and questioning and research. And then, of course, interaction with others and the world around you to find the answers, to find it in the beauty the student sees. Grant, tell me a little bit about what you're thinking there. I'm thinking that if we could really create, if this is what our classrooms were all about, right? Think about, just think about the excitement and joy that students would have coming to school, right? Because they would know that, yes, sometimes we have to guide we got to guide the curiosities. We got to try and cultivate some desire to know something that they might not normally be that interested in because it's something that is really important for them. But, it, you know, but this whole idea of curiosity, I think, just often gets just gets left out. You know, we, we think that we have to teach this and we have to teach this largely because of legislative mandates. And so we just, you know, dump it out there. And instead, you know, what we have is a lot of kids turning off to that. They're just disengaging in that because we've not even thought about how to take something that they don't have a lot of curiosity in, a lot of desire to know, and thinking about how we present that in a way that does cultivate a desire to know. Because at the end of the day, we, you and I both know, and the reality is, if we don't desire to know something, we're not gonna. Exactly. Exactly. I have no, no desire to learn how to cook and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> really. In the article, What Should Schools Do to Promote Wonder, published online December 28th of 2020, Lynn Wolbert and Anders Schnickel share there are two ways to think about wonder. The first is contemplative wonder. It is where one wonders at something. It is the kind of wonder where we are at a loss for words or we're struck by awe. It's that beauty that you see in the world or the sunset that you see that are pinks and purples. It's the way a wave crashes on the beach or the way an ant carries a huge piece of something that is bigger than itself. The second is inquisitive wonder. An inquisitive wonder is where one wonders about something. It is an explanation seeking, bringing us closer to curiosity. So it's finding out that answer. It's figuring out how something is explained and a cause and effect. And both of those, both contemplative and inquisitive wonder, really are about actions. We either think about it right, which is in that contemplative wonder where we are in awe of something, or it's something that we really choose to explore and to investigate. So in both cases, you know, that idea of wonder is a verb. So the question now becomes, 
what does this look like in the classroom and how do we cultivate it? Well, there are a couple of things that we know you've heard of or you've even tried or used in your classroom yourself. And one of those is inquiry-based learning. When we're using inquiry-based learning, what we're doing is we're using this strategy where students follow methods and practices similar to those of professional scientists in order to construct their knowledge. There are four types of inquiry that include structured, controlled, guided, and free. And each of those really help us determine what we're going to do with the information, how we're going to investigate that knowledge and investigate that question that we have so that we can come to answer the curiosity through wonder. And then we, many of us have, have heard a lot about, even if we haven't tried it, project-based learning, which is another form of inquiry-based learning where they work on a project over a period of time that is authentic and that it is real world. It is engaging. It answers a complex question, problem, or challenge. And they engage in that real world problem solving, answering a, that complex question, and they demonstrate their knowledge and skills by creating a public product or presentation for a real audience. And in doing so, students develop content knowledge, as well as critical thinking, collaboration, creativity, and communication skills. And I worked with a school that uh, was an alternative school that was completely focused around project-based learning. And it was incredible to see what happens when you light the fire of curiosity and give kids the opportunity to investigate that through wonder. It was amazing to see how excited these kids became about their learning as when they were absolutely not connected and engaged in their learning in the traditional format. What do students need to be equipped with in order to wonder, to think about, to study, to explore something that is interesting, challenging, and relevant to their life? You know, you can't just you can't just flip the switch overnight and say, you know, I've always been the one presenting the knowledge, and now I want students to construct the knowledge and think that they're just automatically going to be prepared to do that. So there are some things that I think are really important to getting kids ready to experience curiosity and wonder in a classroom. Jill, what are some of them? You know, one of the, the first things that I think about is executive functioning skills. When we do that, it's really how students can massage the work that we're asking them to do and really how they react to different types of things that they're learning and different people and different experiences. And so those are really, really important skills that we continue to work with kids all the way throughout their school career. You know, this includes organizing. It includes organization. Um, how do you organize a project? How do you keep your, your work in place? Even to the point of how do you get up in the morning and what do you do? Do you brush your teeth first? Do you eat first? You know, all of those different types of things. So executive functioning skills are, are key components of learning that they're going to carry out and use throughout their entire lifetime. Another one is social and emotional wellness. And in social and emotional wellness, this is just really, how are we going to show up in life? What are we going to utilize 
What tools are we going to do that to be able to remain well and be able to interact with the world around us, as well as make sure that our emotional state stays in a very healthy place? And if you're hearing about some of these and you're not really sure and you want to explore them in greater depth, uh, season one of Abundantly Charged really focused on executive functioning skills and social and emotional wellness using Castle's framework for social emotional learning. You know, they also need to have 21st century skills, right? Reading, writing, speaking, you know, those communication skills, problem solving skills, and the ability to collaborate. Uh, these are all skills that will deepen and be strengthened in a classroom that focuses on cultivating curiosity and wonder. But we have to be able to, there's a certain element of investigation that requires reading, writing, speaking, problem solving, and collaboration. They need to know how to learn. They need to know how to make their thinking public, how to document changes in their thinking, and how to engage in academic conversations with their peers and with their teachers who are facilitating their learning. So what is the difference between wonder and curiosity? Here's what Grant and I have determined the difference is. Wonder is active and doing and thinking and feeling. It is the investigation aspect of learning. This is also a verb. Now, curiosity is a state of mind. It's a noun. It's a thing. Once that curiosity has been met by the act of wonder, synonymous with investigation, the curiosity or state of mind is satisfied simply because you now know. So let's put that in layman's terms. If we, <laughs> if we cultivate curiosity, then we are cultivating the desire to know. And when we cultivate wonder, we cultivate the pursuit, the exploration, the investigation. So now I know. So when we talk about cultivating curiosity and wonder, it's about cultivating for students their desire to know and their exploration, pursuit, or investigation on the journey to know. We want students to see school as the place that nurtures their desire to know, and the pursuit or the investigation to achieve the know. Curiosity and wonder must permeate every aspect of learning in our classrooms. Today, students' voice, autonomy, and drive must dictate how, why, and what we teach daily. When this happens, students engage and answer the big question, what in the world do I want to explore today? Thank you so much for joining Jill and me today. Until next time, let's remain abundantly charged. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Abundantly Charged. New episodes drop every Tuesday afternoon beginning May 17th and running through June 28th. Jill and I will take a short break and we'll return with season three in August. Join the Abundantly Charged virtual community, which launches July 1st. If you would like subscription information, email us at abundantlycharged at gmail.com. Abundantly Charged is a production of Students Matter, LLC, and Brilliance and Beyond, LLC. Our show's theme music, Something Different, 
was written and performed by Reve and obtained through soundstripe.com. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss an episode. You can subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes or Spotify, and it can also be found on our website at https colon forward slash forward slash abundantly dash charged dot captivate dot fm forward slash episodes. If you like our show, please leave us a review. We would love to hear what you like. Until next time, remember, let's remain abundantly charged.